you can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on The Front. I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Monday, May 29. Your Friday night takeaway could become more expensive if the government gets its way on industrial relations reforms within the gig economy. That's according to the Business Council of Australia. They say the Albanese government's proposed minimum standards for gig workers will drive costs up, make services less reliable and see gig workers locked into employee-like arrangements. Taiwan's trade minister has told The Australian he believes Australia will hold firm against any move by Beijing to block Taipei's bid to join a Trans-Pacific Trade Pact. John Deng says Taipei's application to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership is important in the global economy and said he finds it inconceivable that Australia would renege on decades of trade liberalisation to block it. Fresh off a league win at Majeski Stadium, Sam Kerr will fly home to kick off the Matildas World Cup campaign. In today's episode, why the soccer star's recent form could put our national team on the path to glory when the World Cup comes to town. She's one of Australia's best ever sporting exports. Sam Kerr, the Matildas skipper and backflipping forward of Chelsea FC, led the Blues to a fourth straight victory in the Women's Super League on Sunday. Chelsea are champions for the fourth time in a row. For the fifth time in six glorious years. Kerr opened the scoring in the 18th minute and closed it decisively 70 minutes later with a league-winning goal off the rebound. Sam Kerr with the two goals. Footballer of the Year, Chelsea, champions, winning here by three goals to nil. On the pitch, she's as much an entertainer as she is a master of her craft. Just weeks ago, she scored the only goal against Manchester United to secure the FA Cup title and followed it up with a trademark backflip. Lost possession and Kirby finds Kerr again. Chelsea double their lead. Kerr's no stranger to victory off the field either. She recently made history as the first woman to be named the Football Writers Association Player of the Year over two consecutive years. There's so many amazing footballers that I go up against, so it's something that I'm very proud of. She's racked up Golden Boots, ESPY Awards and even Australian of the Year accolades. And she's one of only two female players to be nominated for football's highest prize, the Ballon d'Or, every year since women became eligible in 2018. In fact, fans have erupted over the Ballon d'Or's perpetual snubbery of Kerr on more than one occasion, and many have wondered what more she has to do to finally lift that trophy. Alexia Patelis is the Spanish player who's thought of as being officially the best women's player in the world. Beth Mead, the English player, always seems to come in second in those awards, and Sam Kerr always seems to come in third. Will Swanton is a sports reporter with The Australian. But the thing that stands out a bit is that every team Sam plays for, the coach and all the teammates, at the end of every season, they all end up saying, we wouldn't swap Sam Kerr for any other player in the world. But Kerr is nothing if not humble. She's quick to heap praise on her teammates, even when she's the one scoring match or league-winning goals. I'm in the greatest team in England and... 
I mean, I'm happy. The team's happy, so it's not about me. It's about the team, and she's I'm happy. perpetually unbothered by her critics. Happy to let her game day performance do the talking. I mean, people are never happy, right? If I'm scoring goals, they're like, it's not about the stats. If I'm not scoring, they're like, oh, it's about the stats. So <laughs> I keep lifting these trophies, and I don't really care what people say about me, Love honestly. Kerr kept Chelsea on an even keel as new club owners took control and the men's team struggled to perform. And her never-say-die attitude has given Blues fans something to cheer for even after her team were knocked out of the Women's Champions League at the end of April. Chelsea coach Emma Hayes says she's one of a kind. You should cherish her. She is golden in every way, shape and form. She is one of the best I've ever coached. She's outstanding. She manages pressure, expectation. She does it with joy. And I would not trade Sam Kerr for any player in the world. You know, she's very... Doesn't seem to have any real interest in the celebrity side of being a sports star. And you can see from what we do see either why teammates and coaches and everyone would really enjoy having her around and playing with her. I think she's a, a bit of a character, but very kind of team focused. You know, even if she's not officially the best women's footballer in the world, it seems like everyone wants her on their team. And that's the uh, massive plus for the Matildas. You know, at the moment, it's like Sam Kerr is playing the World Cup. <laughs> there are, she is going to have 10 other teammates out there with her and everyone's important and she can't win a World Cup on her own. So I wonder perhaps if that's why she steers clear of a lot of publicity she gets. I just get the feeling that it's almost like the bigger she becomes, the more she doesn't want to be that big. <laughs> and she's very conscious of it being a team sport. Now, as she basks in the afterglow of those more recent victories and in some of the best form of her career, Kerr will board a flight home. But she won't be here for a holiday. The Matildas captain is gearing up for the World Cup, which kicks off in July. If anticipation was already high, it's gone through the roof thanks to the fact that Australia and New Zealand are playing host. And all eyes will surely be on Captain Kerr. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of how everyone got behind Cathy Freeman before the Sydney Olympics. And it's just that perfect storm of a likeable Australian athlete in the peak of her career, the prime years of her career. She's already proven herself to be one of the world's best. And then they have, like Cathy had, of a home Olympics. Oh, it's just, it's just going to be such a massive event and so much hype around it, all revolving around her. All that kind of pressure and attention that was on Cathy Freeman and we saw after she won you know it wasn't a wild joyful celebration it was just sheer bloody relief that it was all over but she's got that bit of a rock star mentality and she's probably one of those few true superstars that you get in sport and you know in her way should we think and bring it on so what does a home turf world cup mean for the Matildas we'll have more on that after this short break Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. For Sam Kerr, it's a homecoming in every sense of the word. 
she made her debut with the Matildas at the tender age of 15. She played in her first World Cup just two years later. Now 29, she's been playing football at the highest level for almost half her life. She was made captain of the Matildas in 2019, leading the squad through World Cup qualifiers, Olympics and Asian Cups. She's the team and the country's all-time top point scorer, besting Tim Cahill's 50-goal record last year. Two goals in two minutes, and Sam Kerr has now written her name into the pantheon of Australian football. The outright all-time leading goal scorer, goal number 51. July's competition is one of firsts. The first time the World Cup has been played in the Southern Hemisphere, the first FIFA competition to be held across two confederations, the first time it's been hosted by two countries. Could it be the Matildas' first World Cup win too? I think it'd be hard for it if the Matildas were the favourites to win the tournament because then it would be the expectation would be that they should win. With Sam, you know, 100% they could win it, but because they're number 10 in the world, and I think she'll enjoy playing for an underdog team, every superstar athlete, once they become number one, part of them always misses being the underdog because that's the fun part and you can show people they're wrong if they underestimate So Sam, in a way, gets to go back to a bit of that, but that she can try and inspire through and lead to what would be an un- unbelievable victory if it all comes off. Of course, Sam Kerr would be the first to direct the spotlight onto her Matilda's squad. A World Cup campaign is, after all, a team effort. For Sam, being a striker, you can't do it all, all on your own. Most of what Sam does is a bit of magic that not many players can do, but a bit of magic at the end of what everyone else has set up. And you've got to have great defence because, you know, Spain and these other countries have great attack. It's one of the sports where a superstar can only do so much, especially a striker. A few of Sam's teammates have become properly world-class and we can see that by the fact they're playing in these big overseas premierships now. Caitlin Ford and Steph Catley have been playing for Arsenal. Ellie Carpenter is an interesting one. She's only 23, but she was a uh, superstar in the making a couple of years ago, did her ACL and was wiped out for eight or nine months. But she's made it back in time for the World Cup. There's a lot of, like, a Claire Polkinghorne who... You know, she's a 30-something veteran and she's probably the heart and soul of the team if you take Sam away for it and that she, you know, she's been playing for the team forever. But she's just one of those great kind of team characters who playing for the Matildas means everything to her. For now, Sam's in unbelievable form. She's winning every tournament you can possibly win. But, I mean, there's no doubt the Matildas can win the World Cup, which is an amazing thing. And I think it's the first time we can properly say that, I think. Years gone by, it's been a bit of wishful thinking. But uh, this year could be a goer. Will Swanton is a reporter with The Australian. Our journalists will be following all the action from the World Cup, which kicks off in Sydney on July 20. And subscribers to The Australian get first access to all our coverage and analysis at theaustralian.com.au. A troubled young woman... Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. 
Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.